Hello and welcome back to the Calvary Creative Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Taylor Lindbergh. I am the worship director at Calvary Community Church, and I'm glad that you joined us today. Today, I will be flying solo, and we will be talking about assignment. This topic has been a big deal for me recently. I've spent a lot of time thinking on it and processing it, and I'm excited to unpack it with you today. Do you know what your assignment is? When I say that, does something come to mind clearly? Do you feel like you have a vision for the assignment that is on your life? Before we go any deeper, let's take a look at the assignment that we all share as followers of Jesus. In Matthew 28, 19 through 20, Jesus says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. To go and make disciples, this was Jesus' last mandate to us as his followers before ascending to the Father's right hand. So we can safely say that this is an assignment that we all share as followers of Jesus. But what about your unique assignment, the thing that God has given you, that he's put in your hands, that he's put in your heart, that you are uniquely designed to see happen? You may not know what that assignment is, or you may have known for a long time now. It could be being someone who loves those who feel unloved or unseen, or giving your life to seeing a particular industry or group of people impacted for Jesus. Every person has a unique assignment, and we can't live into it until we identify it. Well, what if you don't know what your assignment is? Don't fret. It's never too late to discover it and go after it. Let me share why assignment is so important to me. My wife, Caroline, and I have experienced a lot of change in the last five years. We left a church that we'd been part of for 10-plus years in Puyallup, where I had worked and found a large part of my identity— where I had poured literal blood, sweat, and tears into a ministry that we were a part of there. I learned a lot about what it meant to move past the noise of ministry to the heart of what God is after through that experience. But then we felt God calling us to be a part of a church in Seattle. And that began a new season of life that brought with it challenges that we could never have anticipated. And for three years, we did that. New life, new city, new challenges. After three years, we made the transition to the church that we're at now, Calvary Community Church. And we love this church and are so grateful that God called us here and to be a part of this community. But even now, two years into our time at Calvary, things have changed, albeit in a smaller way than the previous examples. We've added a new service. Last weekend was our first weekend implementing the new service times. And with those new times came some changes to how we approach our weekend services. And in the area of worship specifically, which is, you know, my area that I oversee, uh, we've had to adjust some things from how they used to be. And with those adjustments and those changes, I went to the Lord and I said, you know, we've, we've done things for two years and I feel like we've done them well. I feel like we've done what you've asked us to do. Now things are changing, and that change and that stretching, like anything else in life, it can be a little bit uncomfortable. And so I you know, said, Lord, 
how how are we going to do this in the new way, in a way that still honors you and is still what you've asked us to do? And in the sort of processing of that, I felt my heart needs sort of a reminder of, of my assignment, regardless of, you know, what things are changing around me. So I set aside some time to go and be alone with God. And I went into a room with a journal and a whiteboard, and I invited the Holy Spirit into that space. And I asked God, in this time of stretching and change, would you remind me of my assignment? So on that whiteboard, I made three columns. Values, dreams, and assignment. I wrote down what I knew my assignment to be, what I felt the Holy Spirit inviting me to in those areas, as well as what I just knew to be true as a follower of Jesus. Since we're talking about assignment today, I'll share a bit more about what I wrote in that column. Here's what I felt like the Lord gave me as far as clarification on assignment. And the truth is, these are things that I have known about myself for a long time, but it is the first time I put words to it. And that's why one of the reasons why I'm sharing with you is I feel like there's so much power in putting words to these things. Here's what I wrote in that column. I am to be a carrier of God's presence in a way that awakens hearts to the power and reality of the Holy Spirit. And I am to lead people in the process of formation helping them discover their assignment and how to live into it as they are formed into the image of Jesus. After I wrote those things down, I asked myself this question. Do the changes occurring around me inhibit me from accomplishing my assignment? And the answer is clearly no. And so even though there was some tension and some wrestling and trying to think about, okay, in the middle of these changes, you know, regarding service time and, you know, how long we're going to worship on the weekends and how we flow and what that looks like. I found an incredible amount of peace and contentment coming back to the basics of, Lord, what have you asked of me? And am I committed to seeing that come to pass regardless of how things change around me? I don't have answers to all the questions that I'm asking as far as how to do that the best way yet, but I'm committed to uncovering them as the Spirit leads while keeping my eyes on the assignment that God has laid out before me. See, this is why it's so important to know your assignment, because no matter how much things have changed, using my life as an example, over the last five years or more, my assignment has stayed the same through that time. And that has given me a guiding light, a a true north in this journey of following Jesus and trying to be faithful to him and what he has asked of me. Having my assignment be clear, even before I put verbiage to it, gave me a direction to run and and a way of prioritizing how I wanted to do what I'm going to do. And now, after putting words to it, I feel even more able to do that. I will say it is important to differentiate between your assignment and your dreams and your hopes. I think sometimes we perceive the things that we care deeply about or the things that we feel like God has put in our hearts that we desire to do, right? That there are dreams. And we can look at those things, and I think it's easy sometimes to confuse our dreams for our assignment 
And there are times, I believe, where those things overlap, and that's so sweet and so great. But we have to be sober-minded as we contemplate our assignment and be open to the idea that our dreams and our hopes are not necessarily the same thing. And we have to be willing to navigate those things because when we confuse them, it can lead to deep discouragement. I would love to unpack that more, but the truth is a pastor named Banning Liebscher, who is the pastor of Jesus Culture in Sacramento, he actually did a podcast on that idea of hopes and dreams versus assignment that I would encourage you to go listen to. The episode of the podcast is titled Dream Driven or Assignment Driven, and it really impacted me. And it actually, several weeks ago, was sort of the catalyst for me sort of beginning to unpack this idea of assignment and how I can use that, and even now how I can pass that on to our team and how they can use that, how you can use that. So hearing me talk about this, you might be asking, how do I discover my assignment? My answer to that question would be this. Pray seek counsel, and listen intently through the whole process. Ask God to reveal to you what his unique assignment is for you, to help you identify the things in you that God has placed there to point to your assignment. Then, do the hard thing. Listen. And I mean really listen. Being willing to hear things you don't want to hear. The aim is discovering assignment not confirming or affirming your hopes and dreams. In the vein of seeking counsel, here's what Proverbs says in uh, Proverbs eleven fourteen, Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. The message version says it this way, without good direction, people lose their way. The more wise counsel you follow, the better your chances. I would put emphasis on wise counsel, right? We're not talking about going and seeking out anybody who has an opinion on your life, but seek out those in your life with wisdom and experience, following Jesus and living out their assignment, and ask them to help you find out and confirm your assignment. Caroline and I actually had our assignment confirmed several years ago in a moment of prophetic prayer by a close friend who we love and we trust named Emmy Rose. In that moment, she looked at us And she said, I sense the Lord saying that you are carriers of his presence and wherever you go, people are awakened to him. And I can't even tell you how much that moment meant to us because we were in the middle of a season feeling very discouraged, feeling like, Lord, why did you ask us to do this? It feels like all the things that you've put in our heart to do are not working. All the things that we dreamed about when we said yes to you in this area, are not coming to pass. And yet, once we clarified our assignment and separated that from our dreams for that yes that we gave the Lord, things began to shift and began to change because we had been looking at our dreams as the measuring stick for if we were being successful or if God was moving or if we were in line with his will. And because the things that we had dreamed of in that season were not coming to pass, we began to feel deep discouragement and question, Lord, did you really ask us to do this? Did you really call us here? But having that confirmation, that word from the Lord through our friend, it clarified things in a way 
at the exact right time for us to go back to that period of our life, that season that we were in and that, and that assignment and say, okay, the things that we dreamed about, they're not happening, but that's not the important thing here. We are going to hold those dreams with open hands and we're going to say, Lord, we know, we know our assignment. We see you, we hear you and we accept it and we say, yes, Lord. So that became our assignment to awaken people to the presence of God and to the Holy Spirit. And once that became our drive and our mission, we lived into our assignment, everything changed. And I don't, when I say that, I don't mean our dreams came true and all the things we had hoped for came to pass. A lot of them didn't. But the contentment and the fulfillment and the fruit that we saw from our ministry in that time of life shifted exponentially once we began to lean into and live into the assignment that God had given us to do. And I would love to tell you who are listening, Caroline and I, after having lived and experienced a lot of this, would be more than honored to help you navigate what that looks like. And so if you ever have questions or you're wondering about your assignment or maybe you have a sense that you think maybe something's your assignment, we would love to come alongside you and at least get the ball rolling on how to help you confirm and affirm what you believe God's assignment for your life is. You see, your assignment goes beyond your job or your ministry role, which is why it's so important to identify it. It isn't dictated or controlled by circumstance. It is the mission we live into, regardless of our current situation. So here's my challenge as we wrap up. Do you know what your assignment is? If so, are you living into it fully? If you're not, well, I think it's time to change that. Maybe you've been waiting for a benchmark, a certain life moment to occur, a certain job or an opportunity or a family situation to change. Here's the thing about your assignment. It's not dictated by those things. If you know what the Lord is asking you to do, here's what I would say to you. It's time to step into it and go after it and believe the Lord to be faithful in fulfilling all that he's promised you in the process of living out your assignment. And if you don't know your assignment, after listening to this podcast, what are you going to do to begin the process of discerning it? Who are you going to talk to? And when are you going to set aside time to pray and to listen? Those are the action steps that I would challenge you with and hopefully encourage you with. Thank you for listening today. I know this was a shorter one and a little bit different than the things we've done so far, but I really believe that leaning into this and partnering with God and what he would like to do in your life is so powerful. And my hope for each and every person who is on our teams, and even those who are listening to this who aren't on our teams, that you would begin to live a life on assignment, fully committed to this idea that God has a role for you to fill that only you can fill. And it's time for us to step into that. I love you guys. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening and for being a part of what we do at the church. I count it as a great honor and a privilege to be a part of what God is doing in Sumner and at Calvary Community Church. We'll see you soon. Till next time.